Hi, I'm Niamh. And I'm Kevin. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the, the chaos. chaos. Each week, we invite you into our chaotic lives. We talk about anything and everything. So buckle up, enjoy the ride, and, and get, get ready, ready to embrace, embrace the chaos. chaos. Hey, welcome back to Welcome to the Chaos. You may notice there's only one voice talking, and it's just me. It's just Kevin. Don't know where Neil's gone. Disappeared. Off the face of the earth. No, she was just busy this weekend. So, um, it's me. We have to deal with me for half an hour total, guys, probably. So I do apologize. If Neve is your favorite, click off now. Just, you know, or just, you know, mute it and just have it on the background. It's okay. You don't have to deal with me. But I'm here to give you all of your chaotic goodness, the usual. Um, I do apologize if the audio is not great because I was doing tests and I don't think it sounds as good. I don't know if it's just me overthinking because Neve isn't here. And then I started listening to the to a clip from last week's podcast. And I'm like, maybe I my audio is like just shit anyway. So if the quality has kind of dipped a bit, it might also be because my laptop is processing it rather than Neve's. So just bear with. Thank you very much. I'll get straight into it anyway, guys. I'll get straight into the chaos. Um, So I have a bit of chaos and then I have a chaos story to read as well Um, from one of the listeners. So my chaos is I was at work last week, right? Yeah, Kevin's working. And I was moving stuff from a van into the building. And I noticed that there was like something left in the back of the van. And I was like, do you know what? I don't want that to be left there. I'm going to go get it and I'm going to bring it back in. So I hopped into the van, went to go grab the thing. And next thing I was in complete darkness and the door locked behind me. So I was just sitting in the back of the van, helpless, just kind of like sitting there. And I was like, I think I have to accept my fate. I'm stuck here. I'm not getting out. And I was like, how do I do this without having to face the embarrassment and tell someone, please come and get me. I'm stuck in the back of the van. So I rang one of my coworkers anyway, and I said, um, I was like, um, can someone come get me? I'm actually in the back of the van. And they were just like, you're what? I was like, I'm, I'm just in the back of the van. And next thing I just heard laughter and then the door opened and they were just like, do you know what? It's OK. It's happened to me before as well. But like, how do you even manage that? So if you ever think of, well, this could sound weird. Don't get into the back of any van. OK. Even if you trust it, don't get into the back of any van, especially a stranger's van, please. So that's my first bit of chaos. And then my second bit of chaos were my um my dreams that woke me up. So the first one was I was just chilling in my bed. And those are the worst dreams. Dream Worst dreams are the ones that are like, you're asleep. Because it's like, you can't dream about dreaming. Do you know what I mean? And I was just lying in bed. And then next to me, I heard this buzzing. And... It was a wasp killing like a green fly. And of course, you know, my brain just goes wild during the night. So, of course, my brain convinced me there was a wasp about to sting me in real life. So it woke me up in a panic. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be stung by a wasp. Why would there be a wasp in my bed at like two in the morning? Just wouldn't be possible. And that same night, I had another dream where um, I got an email from Amazon and... I, this was in the dream, woke up in the middle of the night to this email from Amazon. And it was that I had spent 250 on something, but it, they had specially notified me because I ordered whatever it was at like half two in the morning or something. So they said, 
uh, just checking that this was correct and that it wasn't a drunken mistake. And then, do you know what? That's actually not a bad feature. How many people make bad decisions when they're under the influence of something? And like, it's a great idea at the time. But then you actually think about it when you're sober and you're like, why did I do that? I think they should implement that. If you order something between a certain time, be like, are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, so that's my chaos, my personal chaos. I'm sure Neo will have loads of chaos for you next week as well. Um, and I also do have a couple of things that I want to like touch on about last week's podcast, but I'll come back to them next week when it's me and Neo. Um, not like directly related, but sort of. Um, so now anyway, chaos story from one of the listeners. Guys, don't know what it is, but it's another drunken story. So what does that say? about the people who tune into this. What does that say about us and our influence? So these friends were on a night out, okay? And they went for um, pre-drinks at their friend's house. And then they went, they got very drunk at the pre-drinks, went into town then to the club. It's a club called Brogue. Um, it's a it's a certain type of place. It's not my vibe. It's a It's an interesting vibe. But they were so drunk that they ended up leaving early anyway because they literally were like paralytic. They were like, dancing with their eyes closed and everything. So they were going to go and do like the usual kind of cork um, post-night out ritual, which is you go and get a fast owls, um, which is some pizza place. And they sell pizza by the slice. It's very good. I don't eat pizza, but it's good. But then they checked the, for the bus home and their bus home was in four minutes. So they were like, right, we can't queue for that long. We need to get the bus home. Let's just go to cost cutters and get food from the deli. At around one o'clock in the morning, Let's go to the deli. Deli should not be open at this time. Deli is lunch. So they went to this deli, which is vile, absolutely vile. And they were telling the man behind the counter, the poor man, they were telling him that they love him. They were like, I love you. Oh, hi, friend. Love you so much. I mean, he reciprocated. So and then they ended up getting on the bus home. Thankfully, it was in four minutes and they got on. And on the bus and drunk people on the bus is so annoying. So they were taking pictures and they were vlogging and they were screaming and laughing and just being as loud as you can possibly be on the bus. And at that point, if you're on a bus home at that time of night, you probably just want quiet. If you're not Langer's drunk, like you just want peace. And what they were almost completely oblivious to was that sitting right behind them were these two people that they knew as well. Um, but they didn't really think about it because they were so drunk. And by the end no, the next day, sorry, when they went through their camera roll and checked all the photos and videos and everything that they took, they realized that the two people behind them were just like glaring at the cameras and just completely judging them, which fair enough. I would have been too. I would have been both people in those situations. I would have been the annoying one screaming and taking photos and I would have been the one being like, shut the fuck up. Also, on top of that, sorry, on top of that, one of them offered everyone on the bus one of their wedges and a bite from their jambon. And they don't quite know how they got home. And by the way, they were all so hungover, like more hungover than they've ever been in their life yesterday, um, which I was skitting at. Uh, so that was one of our listeners' chaos stories. Another good one. Please keep sending them in. It's really worthwhile because we have a really good time uh, reading them. And I hope you all enjoy listening to them as well. Don't leave that in, Neo. Don't. Nice. Um, I also Neil said it on the Instagram stories if you follow us on their Instagram at welcome to the chaos pod but 
we moved like distributors for putting our podcast out there a couple of months back. Uh, so it reset our download count and everything. So we reached 1000 downloads again. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for downloading. Really, really means a lot to us. Um, And the fact that we were able to get to a thousand downloads again, it's really, really fabulous. So thank you very, very much. Now, for the first time probably ever, almost anyway, I'd say, and it's so typical that it's the week Neov wasn't able to do it. So it kind of worked out and it kind of didn't work out. I actually had a topic prepared before we'd even talked about when we were going to record. I was writing down my notes. I was like, this is the topic. And actually, I can probably show you now on video because if we clip this, look at the notes that I have written. Look at this. Look at that. Look at all that. I came prepared, bitches. Prepared. I'm telling you. So I actually, for once, Kevin has a topic and Neov isn't here to witness it. And I know she'd be so happy. She'd be like, she'd sit back, relax. But now she'll just have to sit back, relax and listen to it as she's editing it. So if you do listen to the podcast, you know that one of the loves of my life is CMAT. She is an Irish singer. She's amazing. Just so quickly shot to like the top of my artist list. It's, she's one of my favorites ever. Her songwriting is amazing. Her lyrics are amazing, 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 amazing. Her production's amazing. I think she's fabulous. She's the best. And she released a new song last week with um, John Grant called Where Are Your Kids Tonight? And I wanted to talk to you about it because the lyrics really made me think. And let me tell you guys, it takes a lot to get me to think. There's almost nothing going on behind these eyes ever. And I mean ever. To the point where like, Alex actually looks at me sometimes and he's like, what are you thinking about? And I'm like, nothing. He's like, what do you mean you're not thinking about anything? I'm like, I'm genuinely not thinking about anything. I I spend most of my life a vegetable. Just no thoughts, head empty, completely. But this actually, this song, I've had it on repeat. It's done something to me. I think it has the best lyrics in any song, the best harmonies in any song. It's a beautiful duet. And my favorite bridge in any song ever. It's just vocally amazing. So I've had it on repeat all week long. So I'm hearing the lyrics all week long and I'm thinking, oh my God, these lyrics are so smart. And Seema actually wrote about it when she released it. She said that she wrote this song when she realized she'd turned into her mother, which I know a lot of people can relate to. You you kind of start becoming your parents at a certain age and you notice little mannerisms Little things that you do that you're like, oh my God, I'm becoming them. And I know myself and Neve can relate to that as well. Seamat said it's kind of inspired by this image she had of entering a waterfall-like portal from an Irish kids show. It's called Foreign Exchange, where she's looking at two different time periods at the same time. So she's looking at 1988 at her mother, basically, and she's looking at 2023 at herself every time she looks into the mirror. And that's basically what the song is about. It's like looking at yourself. It's like you've left your body and you can see yourself and your parent at the same time because you're kind of merging together. And I just thought it was very interesting. Neil's going to have such a skit editing this because I'm going to be like, um, what am I saying? Uh, what am I saying? So I just wanted to like dive into the lyrics and kind of Talk about how they made me feel and what I interpreted them as. And then see if it makes sense. Lol. I'm actually skidding. It's like I've just realized that Neo's going to be watching this. 
And I've been so fine up until now because I'm on my own. And now it's like I know that someone's going to be personally looking at this. And I'm like mortal. It's just, and Neve said it when she was doing her solo one, that it was kind of weird without me. It's very weird. Very weird not having Neve with me. I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm really not going to lie. We really do. I think we do need each other all the time. I don't know if either of us could pull this off without the other. This song basically made me realize that I'm very afraid of the future and growing up and everything changing. But I'm as afraid as I am excited, if that makes sense. So I'm optimistic and apprehensive about the future. It basically talks about how the fun of usefulness kind of disappears. So like uh, one of the lyrics is, is everything fun falls apart and leaves me here. So like all of the fleeting moments of fun and joy and everything, they're all great at the time, but then they disappear and you're just left with whatever's left feeling in your head and the fun is gone. And I know we have, we've talked about this a lot. We always touch on kind of healing your inner child and how, and about growing up anyway. But this made me look at it a very different way of just the comparison of becoming the people who kind of shaped you and you kind of form, you kind of morph into them. So she also says like, she says, lonely, I didn't know good choices make you lonely and bad ones only make you disappear. So she said that she's, so then she says she's going to choose the latter She's going to make bad ones because they make you disappear because she says nothing lasts and then nothing matters, which is kind of true. Like, it doesn't matter what decisions you make a lot of the time because their effects are going to be temporary a lot of the time. And we make a big deal out of everything as humans. We overthink everything, especially this generation with the Internet and social media and everything. We are constantly overthinking and our brains are, are fried. They're overloaded with shite. And at the end of the day, it's like tomorrow, this might matter in a week. It won't matter in a 10 years. It's definitely not going to matter. Do you know what I mean? And then she says, this is the bridge. This is my favorite bridge in the entire universe. I can feel it slip away. That last sweet shred of stupidness. My mammy's old mistakes are losing their elusiveness. So because you're growing up, everything that like everyone before you that's made loads of mistakes and everything that you once thought were probably stupid mistakes or judged them for suddenly start to make sense in your head because you're growing up, you're reaching those ages and you're experiencing similar things and you realize, oh my God, like it's actually becoming easier to understand the reasons that, you know, your parents or your grandparents or aunts and uncles or anyone older in your life is doing or has done the things that they've done. And she says, it's 1988. I can see her. I can hear her singing. That to me is what, what I'm taking from it anyway. All of this is what how I'm interpreting the lyrics. This is what I see it as anyway. She can see her and she can hear her singing. She's looking in the mirror and as much as she's seeing herself, she's seeing her mother as well. So she's completely become her in a way. And yeah, I don't know. It just, it really, really started provoking my brain to think, which is again so strange to me and like I realized that I'm always talking about the future with my friends and my boyfriend and everything about what it holds and like so much has changed for me recently and I don't know where I'm gonna be in a year and in five years again we always talk about this and I realized that I always look at it from a scared point of view like even I was talking to Alex the other day and I was like I was like do you think that we're 
going to be friends with everyone that we're friends with now in 10 years time. And he was like, do you know what? I actually think we will. Like the people that we're truly friends with, I think we'd still be friends with them in 10 years time. And I don't know. I just always kind of look at it from the negative point of view rather than the positive. Just because I like to be realistic. I don't like to get my hopes up about anything. So yeah, I just always kind of am ready to expect disappointment so that I don't get disappointed, if you get me. And then it was so funny because I had all of this written down in my notes that I was going to talk about this and that this is going to be my topic, regardless of if I was on my own or or recording with Neve. And then um, this is your cringeworthy, disgusting part coming up. This is your trigger warning. Um, so myself and my boyfriend have been together for three years now. Um, our anniversary was the day before I recorded this episode and I texted Neov and we were talking about recording the podcast and stuff and I told her that it's our anniversary and um, she was like three years I was like yeah three years and I had like a vomit emoji she said why the vomit emoji and I said because it's scary and she said but it's also exciting and I was like oh you're kind of right you're actually kind of right. And I literally had written in my notes, lyrics deep dive, how I interpret it, turn, interpret it, fear of growing up versus excitement. And then me and Neve had an exchange exactly about that. And I thought that's just wild to me that it was like I had been thinking about this all week and then Neve just so simply said it in a sentence. But it's also exciting. And it took that for me to realize Oh, Jesus, it is kind of exciting that I'm going to be changing my whole life, that everything's going to be changing. And as much as the unknown is is terrifying to me, it's also like, what surprises are going to come? Do you know what I mean? It's so weird. But like, I don't know. I feel like I'm having some epiphany, but I don't even know how to properly understand it. And the song kind of looks at it from a bit of a depressing point of view, that every all the fun kind of disappears. She says she used to have parties and that she no longer has a heartbeat because life just kind of gets mundane and repetitive. She says she's picked up problems from loves of mine. So she's picked up problems from everyone around her. And she also says that she's mourning. And we've talked about this as well, that we've, we kind of mourn our past lives as well as your life changes. And I also... I think I'm telling the truth here. I might be lying. If there's some experts out there, tell me if I'm lying. But I think your brain, you know how you think of memories. Memories can just come to you and they evoke emotions. And they can make you feel sad. They can make you feel happy because you kind of feel the emotion that you felt in that memory. But sometimes if you're just lying around doing nothing and next thing you get this sudden like kind of heart drop feeling, you probably know what I'm on about. And you feel like a sudden guilt or a sudden sadness. Sometimes your brain doesn't show you the memory, but it gives you the feelings that the memory gave you. So it won't show you a certain memory. It'll show you the emotions that that memory evoked. I don't know if that makes sense. It made sense to me. That doesn't always make it make sense to everyone. And I was definitely off somewhere with this and I've completely lost it. I was kind of thinking of that in relation to last week's topic as well. That like how Neo didn't quite know why she felt guilty. And then we kind of arrived that she was mourning her past life as well. So her brain was like feeding the emotions, but not why. 
if you get me. So sometimes you kind of feel emotions without context. I am rambling away, guys, but I'm making sense to me. I might be absolutely tapped, but I'm making sense to me. Well, that's all that matters to me. Lol, <laughs> I'm going to listen away to this episode. You don't have to. <laughs> but yeah, Neve might have more tat on this next week, but I'm just excited for the future and what it holds. And I'm ready for all the good, all the bad. It's going to hit you hard. It's going to be a roller coaster, but it's going to be all worth it. All worth it. I'm all, I'm also just I'm I'm in a very good place at the moment. Lol, what? I think it's because I'm on my own. I'm being open and vulnerable. Ew. But yeah, I don't even know if any of that made sense, guys. Genuinely have no fucking clue. But this is the Kevin episode. So we just get to have a good old time, all right? And just like boogie. Anyway, I think it's time for a bit of an ending segment, don't you? I think it's time we start wrapping this this bullshit up. As fun as I've had. Um, it's probably time to wrap it up. So, I mean, half of this episode was an ending segment. The song that I have had on repeat, and when I say on repeat, I mean it's already, statistically, one of my most listened to songs of all time. Where Are Your Kids Tonight by CMAT and John Grant. Give it a listen. If this episode told you anything, it's go give that song a listen, please, because it's just amazing. It's beautifully produced. It's beautifully written. It's beautifully sung. And watch the music video because that's beautifully directed. Basically, this song is who I am now and everyone around me is fed up of hearing about it. Um, But on top of this, there were two other brilliant songs released this week. Rush by Troy Sivan, which is the second gay anthem of the year, I think, after Padam Padam. All of the gays have kind of dropped Padam Padam and have moved on to Rush now. I'm still Queen Kylie all the way. However, I've been a Troy stand for a long time. And let me tell you, these two Australian queens, they're... They're doing very well. They're slaying the house down boots. Rush is also, it's a freaking bop. However, once again, right? CMAT's song, over five minutes long. Troye Sivan's, less than three minutes. But what have I been saying about these jingles? I'm not here for it. Give me at least two choruses, at least two verses and a bridge. That's, that's the song to me. I do not want these little whatever you call them, okay? I want songs by singers. Thank you. That being said, Rush is a fucking bop. Uh, Billie Eilish also released her song for the Barbie movie called What Was I Made For? Very beautiful song. Very beautiful music video as well. Also, apparently this is a, a big TikTok song. I'm My TikTok for you page is not the people's TikTok for you page. It's just all strange stuff. But apparently this is a popular TikTok audio. It's called Labour by Paris Paloma. And my boyfriend showed it to me uh, the other day. And I think it is very, very good. It does what I love. It overlaps words and everything at the end of the song. And it kind of like comes to this amazing climax. Love it. So that's been my listening. My watching. I haven't been to the cinema. I'm preparing for next week for my Barbenheimer double bill. So I haven't been to the cinema. I don't think I've watched any movies in the last week, guys. And I'm watching Secret Invasion at the moment. It's coming out weekly on Disney+. Plus. Do you know what? It's grand. It's grand. Most of the Marvel shows have been grand. And this one is as grand as it gets. It's a fine watch. It doesn't do much for me. And it kind of relies on shock value, which I'm bored of. I'm halfway through season four of Once Upon a Time. So we've just we've just been with Anna and Elsa. 
which is fabulous. And now we're with the the Queens of Darkness, Ursula, Cruella and Maleficent. Um, so I'm still working my way through. Listen, given that my last rewatch, I got an episode in. The fact that I'm halfway through season four, I'm going to get to the end of that shit. I actually am, guys. I'm really proud of myself because I don't do this. Not much to be proud of, but you know what? We'll take any win that we can get. That's me done. Thanks very much for listening. Anyway, guys, don't even know what I rambled on about. I'll probably listen to this back and it'll be like a fever dream. I think I've blacked out for the last half hour. But you know what? It was it was different for me. It's different for you to listen to. There's no Neov. There's no um logical brains to decipher whatever I'm saying, which is what Neov is. But yeah, thanks very much for listening. Thanks again for 1000 downloads. Uh, please continue. It really, really, really does mean a lot to us and it helps it out a lot. Go follow us on Instagram. We have our Instagram properly up and running now. We're really getting in like, we're getting into the groove with it. Uh, so follow us on Instagram at welcome to the chaos pod. And also send in your chaos stories, DM us on Instagram, or you can also email neov at neov.e.cogan at gmail.com. There you go. Thanks very much for listening, guys. We will see you next week. Back with me and Neov, hopefully anyway, um, for your usual round of chaos. So yeah, see you next week. Bye.